Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome everybody to my independence report. And it is Tuesday afternoon, and we've got uh, Dana Parker from the Inner World Movement is here. And I'm really looking forward to uh, to to Facebook is having a little bit of a problem, so I'm trying to reconnect to Facebook. Uh, must be your energy. That must be it. Must uh, be your, your energy. <laughs> your energy is so exciting. But when uh, Eric, wait a minute, and try again. Okay, well we're gonna go, we're just gonna go live and and the, the the heck with it because Dana Parker is here from Inner World Movement and she's gonna be on with me. There we go, that worked, and now now we're gonna go do that, and she's gonna be on with me on KKNW 1150 AM this Sunday at 11 o'clock, and that's in Seattle, and we're gonna spend a whole hour talking about her work and what is going to be and all of that. But today I wanted to attack you with <laughs> poor choice of words. I'm afraid <laughs> I wanted to encourage you to uh, um, talk about, because in my opening, you see that there's a picture of Neil Donald Walsh there. And we are both avid fans of Mr. Walsh and, and love the work that he's done and and stuff and and i would like to get your sense of the of what because he he's very clear in the books that he's written that he wants Mm -hmm. you to accept what resonates with you and then whatever doesn't resonate with you let it go because he admits he's an imperfect filter Mm -hmm. so therefore what resonates with you about his work and about how you believe that his work is actually from the divine and, 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 and it works and it works for you. How do you, how do you feel about that? I love that you're asking this question today and we must be in sync or something. Cause I listened to your interviews this morning with Neil Donald Walsh because uh, it's been on my mind since we last talked. And so, you know, today I was listening to, to him and I got so excited about the things that were said in that interview. And for those of you listening, go back and listen to it because it's totally worth a listen. I got so excited out loud. I was like, yes, Neil, yes. I was just pumped about what he was saying. And um, I think that there's so much that his work has done for me. And there's a part of me that feels like, like, we're, we're, we're two people on, on a journey, like we have similar missions here. And so, um, a lot of his words just have resonated so much with me and I love, and I think this is true in everything that we do, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And, um, I think that if you look at his work and look at the fruits of the beliefs of things that came through in those books, and, and you start applying it. See, interestingly enough, people say, you know, knowledge is wisdom. Wisdom is knowledge. Um, knowledge is power. I actually think it is, but applied knowledge, when you actually take action in those new ideas, 
it changes you. And so um, one of the biggest ones that sticks out is the the 10 commitments. I, I, I loved it. Holy crap. I was going to bring that up. Oh, I, the 10 commitments are just, it's just so brilliantly, like that's one of the things that I'm like, he brought that information in because there was no one I, there's no one that I know that talks about the Ten Commandments and, and shifts it in a way of here's here is these commitments or here's a it's it's more of a commandment is more of you have to do these things otherwise you're bad a feeling it's a feeling of that or you're not worthy or whatever and the Ten Commitments there's this lightning there's this freedom there's this this uh, truth in it that feels so good where it's like no, you know you're on the path when these things are natural. You won't want to steal. You won't want to kill. Um, when these things are natural, you'll know your heart is in alignment. And that's where I really believe intention is everything. Your intention for doing something. are you? Is your intention for not killing because it would make you a bad person? That's a fear-based action. You're taking action to not kill someone because it would make you a bad person because of your own judgments versus... I have no interest in that. My heart isn't even close to that. And there's, there's a big difference between the two. So, um, you know, that's probably a big one that sticks out. Well, it was interesting because uh, he said during the course of that interview that, that he talked to a, uh, a theologian who said that that was the, that was the first, first different view of the Ten Commandments that he'd heard in 500 years. Yeah. There's been nobody that has talked yeah. about it the way he is. And the, the difference is, you're right, he, when he talks about the Ten Commitments, that you're going to, if you're committed to following the commandments or following God or following the universe and living your mm -hmm. life as mm -hmm. positively as you can, you're no longer going to want to sleep with somebody else's wife. You're no yeah. longer going to want to uh, steal because it mm -hmm. won't even enter your consciousness. Right. That's what you do is you take care. It's it's like, um, have you ever gone to a grocery store? Now, I know you have. Have you ever <laughs> gone to a, a, a store and they gave you the wrong change? Yeah. And you know darn well that they're not going to notice until the end of the day when their till is off. Right. But, but you have a choice that yeah. you can make at that moment as to whether or not to pocket that change or to point out that they made a mistake and make mm -hmm. sure that it's right because that's the way you know it should be. Yeah, it's a feeling. And and this is where I actually think the the pre-steps pre to this kind of living is understanding your emotions. What are your emotions teaching you? What What emotions are you even feeling? I would say the majority of the people that I meet right now don't even really know how to put into, into words what they're feeling and experiencing, let alone why. And so the precursor to even getting there is understanding the, the language of the heart, the language of, of your emotions. You know, one of the things that caused me to be like, yes, Neil, you got it, that I was so excited about, and it was so validating to the work that I do is is he was talking about 9 11 and in that experience and and he how he went to god and was like why why are these things happening and he said it's not a political issue it's not an action issue it's a belief issue 
And that's the work that I'm doing. That's what, that's what I'm saying too. And just like you said, all of us thought leaders who are stepping into this, it's like we're saying the same thing, but in, in our own flavors. And that's what inner, inner world movement is about, is understanding where we've been confused or con the, our beliefs about ourselves, about this world, about God or the universe have been twisted. And understanding those things and unraveling those things, because when you do, and I've seen this to be true, those 10 commitments, it's a natural thing. It's not a have to or a should, or I'm only a good person if I do these things. That's a fear-based mentality of, of obeying rules. It's a, no, my heart desires to be in alignment with those things because it feels best for me. And you just said the key right there is when you're doing good work, when you're doing the right thing, and you know inherently what the right thing is, when you do that, you feel better. Yeah. When you don't do that, you feel worse. And yeah. it's all and then that that in and of itself lowers your vibration. Mm -hmm. And so that you can't achieve what you'd like to achieve if you have a lower vibration because your thought process is screwed up. And, yeah. and it's really cool that and I love the work that you're doing with the inner world movement because your idea is to raise people's vibrations so that they can live their lives more authentically and more real and understand who they really are. And that's my, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, that's, go ahead. I, what I wanted to say is my goal is to empower them to do it, to empower them to raise their vibration. Because I really am a big believer that, you know, I've spent 12 years doing this work personally and I'm here to mirror and I'm here to teach tools and educate. And, and it's not me that will lift their vibration. Yes, I'll mirror that to them. That's the beautiful thing about the work we do, Kevin, is we're mirrors. And I'll mirror that to them. And they will do the work and they will see the fruit. They they will do it. And, and that's really what I love about what I get to do. Because I'm not just going to be teaching amazing ideas. I'm not here to just teach these fabulous um really feel good ideas. No, I want to show you what it means to integrate it into your life. Let me let me help you step into those things, give you some ideas, and then it opens the mind to even better ideas for them in their life of how they can go about doing that. And that's been the beautiful part about my journey too is I've had mentors. I still have coaches that I that I'm paying to to coach me because I it's a lifelong journey for me. And to have their feedback and to have their tools, then I bring it into my world. I, I start implementing it, integrating it, and I get these new ideas of how to make it mine. And that's my hope with what, I, what I'm teaching is empowering individuals to, to take their power back with their healing journey and to raise their vibration and together we'll walk that path. You know, and we're talking, we're sitting, I'm just struck. We're sitting here talking about vibration, raising your vibration, living your life more authentically. There are, I talk to people all the time that when we start talking about this, they're like, I have no earthly idea what the hell you're talking about. I've got a family, I've got, I've got a job I hate and that and whatever. <laughs> and, and rather than even, even understanding the concepts of how you can live your life better, uh, I've, I, I was talking to a guy, he was homeless and, uh, this is, it was at my, uh, um, uh, niece's wedding 
and we were standing out front and there was a homeless camp nearby and and he walked by and he asked for some money and i said you don't need money and he said yes i do i'm homeless and i said why are you homeless and he said well because they kicked me out of here and this person was mad and that person was this and i said forget all that you have the ability to change anything in your life he said what the hell do you mean and uh, so i go through how he could change his life for the better and he left any money but he left with something more important yes yes those tools to make your life better to improve i totally agree i i I think it's so powerful it's priceless yeah and but it's really cool that you're gonna and we're gonna talk about the uh uh, program you have going on this fall and a, a great deal but we're it's because people are not convinced we're talking about this last hour. They're not convinced that they're worthy. Right. They're not convinced that they they are they are somebody who can do more, right? Uh, and stuff. Is that been your experience? Do you find a lot of people I, like that? You know, I think that that people focus so much on if they want something, they do something. It's there's there's such a focus on actions, actions, actions. And it's one of the hardest ways to change, and it's not real lasting change. You can work yourself into success, but there will be a moment if you aren't doing the inner work where most likely you'll you'll get burnt out or you'll lose it all. And it's to show you the value of the inner work. And I, I see this all the time where people work themselves. They're earning their worthiness. They're earning their success. By doing, 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 which doing is important. I do, I do want to say, as a coach, I think that integration, taking action on the inner healing that you've done, is actually vital to real lasting change. And we focus so much on the doing; it's time to get back to the things of the heart. Focus on those things because what precedes every action is a thought paired with emotion. That's what people don't always think about. They're not always connecting. Is every action we take, we have a thought paired with an emotion first, and then we take action. What's driving those thoughts and emotions? Well, cultural programming, generational programming, our own personal experiences from our childhood, you know, all of those things are driving our whole life. And and I would say the majority of the world's pretty oblivious to that. And so the pattern that I've chosen into that's now just a way of life for me is that inner world, is that inner healing, letting the universe show me, mirror to me, what's calling for love and healing within me, asking the questions, doing the work, getting my my beliefs, my thoughts and emotions in alignment, and then the actions just, they happen. Just like the Ten Commitments we talked about. You get those inner things in alignment, the actions happen, and you get the outcomes, and you get real lasting change. I mean, who who, who in this world doesn't want a more um, ease-filled way of stepping into their dreams, you know, taking action? Now, it's not, it's, it's not the whole path is easy. I mean, I've done tons of work, and I still have moments where things are challenging, and I get to push myself. But it's so much easier than it used to be because I'm aware of what's driving me. And then the outcomes follow, and it's just a natural result. And then you have real lasting change, which I value that. I mean, I want it efficient. Let's make it fun, easy. Let's move forward and and have real lasting results. I want that. (laughs) 
That's why I wanted to work. <laughs> You know, I, I, I've learned over time and I, I've, I've been doing this a while and interviewed lots and lots of people. Uh, I got to tell you a story real quick because yes. this, this taught me a lot. Um, years ago, I was involved in a network marketing company called Isogenics. And uh, we, the, so there were six of us that were in this little group and we had a mentor. And the mentor was in Vegas, and he was saying, you know, in order to now, first of all, if you're not familiar with network marketing, you got to go talk to people, you got to get them to buy your product, and then you get them to go talk to other people who then buy their product, and they talk to other people. <laughs> it kind of builds that way. And, uh, and so there were six of us, and he was saying, you got to go talk to people, you got to get out, you got to say hi. And we were all, we were like, this is so hard. I can't believe we can't do the i don't feel comfortable i don't i just don't like it one of us made the uh, the the quantum shift she said no i'm going to make a change this is easy right so now it became easy for her to go talk to people she is now a multimillionaire in that company yes yes it's because so she, powerful it, it it really is and and donald and donald uh, walsh talks or neil donald walsh talks about um the be do have paradigm do you remember that yes i love the be do have yes explain that so so uh it goes back to really what we were just talking about the um be do have is first you be you be inside in alignment with what you want then you do and then you have that's the cycle a lot of times we do the the do 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 do, do have 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 um, and that's one of the hardest ways. I, it works, it, and and but it's fleeting, and it's one of the hardest ways. But you can do it. it it's possible. I I had a friend. He's from uh, New Jersey, and so he's he's got that New Jersey attitude. And I oh. explained to him about the be do have rather than the um, rather than the do uh, and then have and then be and then and, you be. Yeah, and he said, you can't do it that way. You've got to work hard. You've got to, it's, it's hard. You've got to, and I said, no, you, but first of all, you be happy as an example. Yeah. You be happy and then you yeah. do things that make you happy and yeah. then you will have happiness. Yeah. And it will be a continuation yeah. and it will be flowing and it will be yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the other way, if we're talking the, the do have be, uh, I, I think that that is, again, going back to the, the earning mentality of these things outside me show me that I'm worthy. And that's why people will, will work themselves into success and then lose it. Because the universe is constantly a gift to us trying to show us that the things outside of us, those are not the things that make us worthy or successful. Money doesn't make you successful. Money doesn't make you abundant. That's not how it works. You you are in the abundance, and then you do in abundance, and then you have abundance. That is how it works. That is the pattern. And because where our hearts are at and where our thoughts and minds most go to, that's where, that's the results that we're getting. And um, to define ourselves by things outside of us, even, you know, people's thoughts and ideas, um, our, things we do, our success in business, that, those go like this all the time. 
you lose jobs, you, you win some, you lose some. And so then your worth is constantly on this roller coaster. That, that's a hard way to live. Trust me, I did it, guys. It's really not fun. It's not enjoyable. And it, it's a roller coaster of emotions and, and uh, can actually be detrimental in so many ways. So um, that worthiness, embracing that first, and then taking action in that, and then allowing the universe to show and mirror to you that you're, you're there. And I want to make it clear to everyone that you need, well, you don't need to do anything, but if you want to live the life that you choose to live, follow the universe's lead because it will lead you. I've got another quick story that happened last night. Um, I was, I was I watching. I was watching that or Netflix, and it's uh, the the pawn, the you know the 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 pawn shop that buys oh, yeah. from from folks and and things. And they said that there's a um, a guy brought in a steel penny. Now the steel penny was manufactured in '43 and '44 during the civil or during World War II because they didn't want to use copper. It was only a select few that were done, and uh, the guy brought this penny in and a steel penny, and it was worth ten thousand dollars. Whoa. Well, I have two of them somewhere. And so I was looking, I've got this penny collection and I was I got these two and I was looking for them. And what I found was this. And what this is, is in three months before my dad passed away, I did an interview with him and, and I, and I had that and I, and I loaded it up and I listened to it. And what you're describing is how he lived. He lived by having to work. He worked six days yeah. for his whole life. He wanted mm -hmm. to sell. He wanted to achieve, mm -hmm. but he had to. He did it through hard work. He didn't accomplish his dreams. He didn't do what he wanted to do, dream wise. Yeah. And he ended up. He ended up being very unhappy with his mm -hmm. marriage, with the kids, with and because his life sucked basically. Right. Right. He was successful. He was an executive with Nordstrom, but his his life still sucked. And when yeah. he died, it was not good for him. So right. and if I can encourage anybody, like you're teaching people to do, live your passion for heaven's sakes. Right. Learn how to raise your vibration so that you can live free and easy and, and find your passion. And uh, yeah. don't you agree with that? Yes, absolutely, 100%. The interesting thing about this whole work mentality that a lot of times people aren't understanding is you have to work hard, and people fight me on this all the time, and, and it's totally normal. It's like, okay, yeah, you can work hard. I actually believe in hard work, um, and, and I believe in putting effort into things. I don't, it's not my favorite to call it hard work because then the mind sees hard, and, and the power of the mind, power of words, but effort, putting effort and energy and focus into something. I wholeheartedly believe in that. And uh, what people don't understand is when we get into this, we'll just call it hard work mentality, it's a cultural programming that we're running off of. It's cultural programming that generations stepped into of this idea of you learn a trade, you get into a company, you stay in the company, and you work, 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 work. And if you prove enough, maybe you could work yourself up into some some high paying positions, and then you retire in the company. And and again, going back to some of the things, you know, one of the foundational things that Neil Donald Walsh suggests is to look at what are the ideas we're holding on to that are no longer serving us? 
what are the ideas about God? What are the ideas about business? What are the ideas about ourselves? You know, this is the inner work that I'm talking about that I love to explore and help people explore. I get excited about it because when we can challenge those things, learn how to let them go and learn how to step in and integrate new ideas, it is transformational. And because we're all connected, those that are willing to do the work, there's a ripple effect for us all. And there's a ripple effect that, that is profound in families and generations. You know, I've seen tremendous change in my children because of the work that I've done. And, and some of it brought me to tears. You know, my oldest son, as, as I started showing up more authentic, I saw glimpses of him doing the same. It's like my work frees my children. And this is what I tell moms all the time. They're like, oh, I'm too busy for this work. No, it's vital. To, to change the generations. It's vital to any, anyone who's, who has and, and bears a child and, and wants to raise a child, doing your own inner work, actually, that time to me, it's, it's like putting on your own oxygen mask before you put on theirs. On an airplane, that's their suggestion, right? That's what this work is. It changes generations, and, and sometimes that's not an easy path to take because, you know, the, the, the family, you know, particularly my family, they like, they like the same. They want, you know, they want you to be the same always in the box, and I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'm, I'm going to change things up a little bit, guys, and they're like, oh, we don't know what to do with that, <laughs> and, it's, and I'm laughing about it, and it's painful. It has been painful along the way. You know, I, I've lost. Some relationships and and the and some relationships are shifting in ways that I haven't even fully mended and that's why I'm here to help people just to kind of help them as they bridge through that because it is it's it's a fascinating journey of fun and joy and and I feel very fulfilled playing this role because I feel like it's what I'm here to do is to create that ripple effect and to challenge these ideas and all at the same time, there are days where it's been really painful and hard. And, and that's the driver for me to be there for other people is, you know, I felt the loneliness. I have felt the, the sadness of, of loss of relationships. I have felt that ache to, to at times, like, I just want to be my old self because it was so much easier. You know, in my mind, that's what it felt like in the moment. Now, big picture, I know that's not true. I, I know that that's not totally accurate because this, outside of everyone else's opinions and all the, the stuff, it feels so good to just be me, to feel true to my heart, true to me. And and I, I know that those voices that say it, would, it was so much easier, it's just the mourning, the, the part of me that's mourning lost, you know? So... Um, it, it's really what drives me. Like I've walked the journey and it's what drives me to be there for other people. And I'm willing to bet that even though, um, you don't have a job, but this is your job and I'm willing to bet you work harder at this than you would at some other things. Some other things. Are you okay? Are you okay? I can't, I couldn't hear you. Can you hear me, Kevin? Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Going going now I can hear it through my computer. Sorry, something happened. And it's the energy you need. Yeah. 
<laughs> Can you try plugging in your, your, your budget again? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me work on that. But what were you saying? And maybe we can keep. That's all right. We got a moment. There we go. Back in. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, good. Um, no, I was I was just saying that that even though you're not doing a what you would call a nine to five job that you have to get up and go to and you don't want to go to it. I'm willing to bet you're working harder to do this and to and to really develop yourself and develop your program that can help other people. And and you're spending a lot of hours. I had somebody tell me, I said, you know, yeah, a couple of days ago, I said, I'm retired. And they said, no, you're not. You just changed jobs. And I said, yeah, yeah but, I love, <laughs> I said but I love this one. And, I know. Uh, so it's not work for me and it's oh, not work yeah. for you. right right and i totally agree it's it's a really interesting thing because along this journey there's a lot of the generational patterns that i've noticed coming up for me a lot of the generational ideas of you can't do that you know there's a lot of these these old ideas of, you're a woman you can't own your own business you're weak you're there's all of these voices that i'm like ha. Ah, I'm challenging the generational patterns. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's do this. Let's do the work. Get it out. Write it out. Lots of love for myself. Tons of self-love and self-compassion daily for me. And then movement forward in the new idea of, no, I'm strong. I'm powerful. I can do this. I was born to do this. The idea to be a speaker and to to go into you know psychology is what I thought. That did, did not con. I didn't conjure that up in my own mind. It came like a flash of lightning one day, of like, no, that's what I'm going to do. At 23 years old, that's what came to me. And from then moving forward, it's just it's like the lightning ignited this fire that's never gone out. And to do this work, yeah. It, it actually is more hours than working because I worked with three previous companies. It's more hours doing this right now. And it's part of the journey. But you know what? I love it. Every part of me that I'm pouring my heart into this program, knowing that I get to connect with people in a way that will be life changing, that will have a ripple effect. I, I'm connecting with their, their souls and their spirit, knowing I'm creating this for you. I'm creating this for the generations. I'm doing this with my whole heart because I care about the people here so much some days that I can just, my whole heart is overflowing. I mean, I can meet a complete stranger and they can tell me things about their life and I celebrate them like I'm their sister. You know, I just, I'm connected to the hum humanity and the people here in a way that some days is hard to even explain in, in words, in human words, but my whole heart just, I love the people here. I love being here. I love what I get to bring and the feeling that I have when I tune into the, the impact that people will make as they do the work and wake up. You know, and it's interesting because I believe that your collective experience of growing up, of who you were, who the, the, the church you went to, the lifestyle that you led, have all 
been experiential for you so that you could go here. And uh, last hour we were talking with Coriel Kramer, and she said that she gets downloads. I believe I had one. I believe that you had the same download that I did, which which was what you've what you believe to this point is not accurate, and that it's time for you to take a role in helping people find a new way to live, a new way to be, and that's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. And that, is, and that is beyond awesome. It really is. Thank you, Kevin. I, I'm so grateful. And, you know, how fun is it? This is where when you do the work, you can look back at all the hard stuff and be like, whoa, that was incredible. And that actually has created content in my life to fulfill my mission and why I'm here. And it, it makes the experiences like there's something in my soul that feels very fulfilled in all of it, in all of the experiences, there's a part of my soul that's like, wow, there's the human part that's like, that was so painful and so hard and so difficult. And then that's the human part. And then there's the soul part that's like, that was the most fulfilling adventure I've ever experienced. And now I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna use it and I'm gonna bless as many people as possible. And I'm gonna help them do that in their life because that's, that's why I experienced all those things. That's why. And it's added so much meaning. And in that, there's just this overflowing, like, oh, yes, it's all beautiful. Well, you have got so much passion for what you were doing. <laughs> uh, and, you know, most of the time, <laughs> there, was a, there was a period in time when, when, you know, everybody goes, I think I'll do this. And then when, when things don't, start out or, or because you're making a shift, everything else around you tends to do the same thing. And then you yeah. go, well, I'm going to back off. This is, this yeah. is too hard. I'm going to, I'm going to get in the line to do. And, and your soul is saying, eh, no, you're not. This, this no. is, you, it is so uplifting and so fulfilling. Um, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't read conversations with God, please go oh. pick up that book. Yeah. Um, Neil Donald Walsh has done it, it. It was an incredible piece of writing. It literally changed. Well, you heard on the interview, I was like a giddy little schoolboy. I and know. I loved it. Your passion is that's where we connect, Kevin. Your passion and your your inner child giddiness. I'm like, yep, there we go. That's why Kevin and I get along so well. It was such an honor to to meet him, and not because yeah. he's on a pedestal, and he's, but because no. of the words and the work yeah. that he talks about, and the belief, and and you know he's he was homeless for a while. He was yeah. he had he'd been married several times. You know he's yeah. had good parts and bad parts. Of, yeah, it's, and it's all a journey. But at the end of the day, yeah. he believes in what he is saying and what is saying, and if it rings true for you. If it makes your soul sing, if it's like, aha, now I get it. I get what he's trying to say, and it resonates with me. If you can find a piece of work that does that for you, then that's mm -hmm. coming from you, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I also want to invite the listeners into this space. If there, if there, a if there's a time and a place where, where like, let's say you read um, Conversations with God or another Neil Donald Walsh or something else, and it, it feels right to read those things, but there's a part of you that's like, I don't 
fully get this. I'm not comprehending it. I'm not understanding. Keep moving forward. Ask for understanding. Ask for it to, to, for your mind to open up to understanding the things. And you'll be led on a journey that will open up your mind and, and open up your eyes to see it in a new way, to hear it in a new way. You know, I, I actually, since we last talked, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to re-listen to Conversations with God. And there's two other books that I wanted to re-listen to of Neil Donald Walsh because I'm in a different place now. I wonder what my ears would hear this time. I wonder what my eyes would see this time. And, and you know, every every step you hear things a little bit differently. So stay committed, even if it's hard to fully comprehend and understand it. Don't close your mind. Don't close the book to understanding and say, I just can't do it. No. Okay. What's the next step? What's one nugget that I do understand? What's one idea that I can look at or, or implement into my life? You know, look at those things because it's about the baby steps. And so um, when you close your mind to the understanding, then, you know, the universe, you're telling the universe, nope, I'm not interested. Stay interested. Stay interested in expansion. You know, one of the other things I just loved, and did you, you were going to say something. No, no, go ahead. One of the other things that I loved um, about what Neil Donald Walsh said um, is, the whole idea of we're advancing in technology. We're advancing in all these ways outside of us, right? In business, technology, um, you know, cars, all of it, electricity, all the things that you can name. But if we don't advance spiritually, mentally, emotionally, if we don't keep up that part too, it won't, it will, it will be to the detriment of all of humanity. It will be the, the detriment of all of us. We get to, and we deserve to keep up this expansion of spirituality, this expansion of our souls, of the mental, emotional parts of us. And um, I love that because I do believe that that's true. And it's such a big part of what our world's missing right now that, that I really want to help fill in the gaps in the way that I'm, I'm meant to here. If we don't take the steps Number one outlined in the book, but also steps that that I think that inherently is deep within each of us. That uh, because he he said the first thing that resonated with me absolutely totally was when he said, "We are all one. Yeah, we all come from the same place. We all have the same energy. We all have the same hopes, dreams, ideas, and we have to learn." that we are all together in this and that we're not tribal. Your tribe is as good as my tribe and we are working together for the betterment because he's right when he says our technology is superseding our own growth and so we are risking humanity's life by not understanding that we are all one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a misunderstanding. It goes back to the belief. We're misunderstanding. It's our beliefs around ourselves, our beliefs around God or higher power, you know, the, those kinds of things. I, I love how he kind of deconstructs the old ideas about God and the old ideas that, that you know, he's, he's cold or he, he is calling people to murder or, you know, those kinds of, of he's calling people, he's punishing people, things like that. We got to let those things go. And actually, that was the unraveling of my religious experience, too, was even before I read his books, 
that's what I came to the conclusion of is, oh, this idea of God or even Jesus, I've been believing what I've been told they are. I no longer want to do that. I want to have experiences with them and of them to then know who they are. And so I started to let go of all of the ideas and just say, I want to be connected to you. Show me who you are. Show me. Help me feel that. Help me know. And I started having beautiful experiences, amazing experiences that that were just so, they, they just shifted my heart in such beautiful ways that I think to me, that's when the 10 commitments became a heart thing. It just became what I naturally did. And and before that, there was a little bit of that, but the full shift into I'm going to obey those because I should versus no, my heart is in that space is when I started to connect for myself. And and I had to let go of the old paradigms. You know, I actually, when I pray, when I was little, <laughs> this is really funny to me. I used to imagine God sitting on a granite throne, <laughs> a cold granite throne, just listening. Like that, my mind, our minds are so powerful. They'll show us what we believe. They'll show us. And and I had to unravel those things. And I started meeting with God in, in a nice little cozy cabin. That's what I started to do for myself. We were sitting in chairs talking together and started unraveling things that way for myself. And, you know, I started just seeing myself having breakfast with Jesus. And I started saying, let me just connect with the real you. And it, it transformed me in a really beautiful way. Well, I don't know if you know this, but you're a really beautiful person. Thank From the you. inside, you've you've got an emotional connection that that this is so important for you. This is so important for the work that you're doing that you, you become emotional when you start talking about the the path that you're on. And it really is a beautiful thing to see. And I support I support you a billion percent. And I'm I'm here to tell you that you're going to be successful. You're going to help a tremendous amount of people. And anything that I can do to be part of that, that's what I want to do. Kevin, I appreciate your generosity. I receive it wholeheartedly. Thank you. Your your added faith to my own is has been so wonderful for me. And I I feel like you're you're such a mirror to me of what I want to help and be for other people too. And to be that kind of support and to believe in people in a way. And you know, it's it what's beautiful is I feel like I I easily show up for people that way. So when people like you show up in my world, it's like, oh, this is what it's like to be supported by me too. Yeah. This feels good. Thank you for mirroring to me my greatness too, Kevin. I appreciate that. Thank you for showing me what it feels like and, and mirroring that. I so much appreciate it. Well, it's important because, because I'll, I'll tell you, we are in a tough time. And uh, we can, we can all, if we can get, help people wake up mm-hmm. then they can do a lot, a lot of things in a different way and they'll be happier and they'll enjoy their life better. They'll make better parents. They'll be better grandparents. They'll be better kids and, and they'll, they'll work together. And uh, it's it, the ripple and effect it, from that goes on and on and on. And I believe it's possible. I, I do believe, too. I believe that we can get this done. And it's, I it's do too. there are moments when it's like, I don't know why nobody's listening. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, then I get a, uh, um, and then 
I have somebody on and, and it'll resonate with folks and there'll be a thousand downloads. Yeah. And so it's, it's just really cool to watch. It's it cool to watch how the universe works. And tell me if you can agree I with agree. that. Yeah. If, if you be quiet. Yeah. Ask. In the Bible, it says, ask and ye shall receive. Shall receive. Yep. If you just ask and then pay attention and listen, mm. your message is going to come through in a song. It's going to come yeah. through with somebody who gives you a call. It's going to come through in a myriad of ways if you're paying attention. So just I agree. Open your heart, open your eyes to see new ways, new ways of that coming in, new ways of what you need coming through answers. You know, I, I totally agree. That's when things started to shift. I started to see it in nature. I started to feel it in nature. I started to hear it in songs. I started to hear it in compliments that people would give me all the love of God through these things outside of me. And I knew, I knew, I knew it was mother, father, God. I knew it. I just could feel it in my soul and it was beautiful. So yes, open up your heart and your eyes to see, don't let your ego talk you out of, Oh no, that was just that. Or no, it's not really that. No, put your whole heart into it and believe it. Call it in and you'll see it and it will be wonderful and it will fuel you. You know, as I continue my personal growth in this, in this little deal, I, I, what I see around you is I see a dozen, maybe more angels and guides on the other side that are conspiring to get you to get, to get you the work that you need to get done done. And they're working on it at all the time. And I feel the same way about the work that I'm doing, that I've got a group of guides that are on the other side and they are orchestrating this whole thing. And I dare not let them down. Okay. So I keep going. I keep working it. I keep I, I keep developing it. And marvelous things happen. It just yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it's so funny that you say that because I have this. Let's see. It was almost two years ago when this uh, affirmation came to me that I started using, and it's the intelligent universe is consistently conspiring for my highest joy and greatest success. Yep. And I see that when I when I say that I see like angels and and all kinds of, of beings helping me just orchestrate the path, orchestrate yep. everything coming to be, and then it's my job to take the steps, to to take the steps and to keep moving, and that's the beautiful thing that I'm recognizing where I'm at is it's just time, it's just time a matter of time. It is time now. I feel like it's time that, that I move forward with this and the group coaching and, and what I'm doing. My heart is just calling for it. And I can feel the hearts of the people calling for it that are meant to be a part. And um, it's, it's a matter of time because I don't see myself stopping at all. Like, nope, I just, I will keep moving. You can't stop. You can't stop. You, you would be letting, you'd be letting too many people down. Uh, people and myself yourself people who haven't met yet the guides on the other yeah. side uh you, you you know because it's like it's like the fifty thousand foot view we're in the middle of mm. we get to see the tree in front of us and the tree behind us like we don't get to see yeah. so it requires a little bit of faith to keep walking but there is a group of people that are 50 that have a, a view from fifty thousand feet and they're plotting the course that we are on and they're leading yeah. us to um, the meadow with where we want to be with the lake and it's a beautiful place. Mm. It just takes time. 
but we have to keep walking. Our job is to keep moving forward. Yeah. Keep so. moving forward. Keep putting your energy and your thoughts towards your dreams and what you want. And do the work. If there's any blocks, anything that, that feel, you feel resistance to or stopping you from those things, do the inner work. And if you don't know how to do that, find someone that can help you. Find someone that, that can, can say, oh, that's, that's the block. Or ask you questions so that you can identify the block. Those are powerful things that you can do to, to help yourself, to educate yourself, to move forward. And the most amazing part, and the part that I love about the work that I do is the empowering questions. Those are foundational tools that you can use the rest of your life. I, I love the mentors that I've had for that reason. They have empowered me with tools that I still use in my life from the beginning. I had mentors that I still have things, bits and pieces that I still use that's empowering my life. And that's, that's the amazing part about this, this spiritual, mental, emotional journey that I've taken and that, that I encourage people and invite them into is you're investing in, in your future, in yourself, doing this inner work. You are. And by the way, if you're feeling a little lost and you're not quite sure where to go to get the uh, support that you need, I have a great place for you to go, and that is going to innerworldmovement.com. And uh, you can join her um, her program that she's going to be doing in the fall. And you call it Be Your Best Self. What do you, I'm sorry. What do you call it again? Reclaim You. Re Reclaim I, Your Own Universe. Reclaim You. Re yep. And state who you really are. And then, yep. and then believe in it. Because ev everything will conspire to work for you mm -hmm. in a really positive way. You know, and it may not be as fast as you'd like it. Nothing is, uh, you know, it's it's like you're familiar with the law of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The law of attraction is really a good idea of getting your mind set. But then what you do is you state what you want and then you work your ass off to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you just sit there in the corner and you have the vision board and you just stare at the vision board, well, that's all well and good, but nothing is going to happen until you take exactly. action. Exactly. Yes. You get to put in your energy. You get to take the steps. You get to have the courage. And that's where where I think, um, you know, the law of attraction, people get those parts confused. It is. It's getting the insides and alignment to take action with more ease and empowerment. Because when you don't get the insides in alignment, you're taking action from fear, scarcity, I have to, I should, generational programming, cultural programming, that's a lot of stuff. So you, and when you're taking action in that, you're going to make more mistakes. You're going you're gonna to waste a lot of energy and scarcity or worry or fear. And you're not those things. And you, you don't really want to bring a ton of that into your creations. You want to do it from a place of empowerment. And that's why there's so much more ease when you do the inner work is because you're taking action from a space of empowerment of I am worthy. I am powerful. I am a creator and I take action on my creation. And there's a ripple effect. You know, it's the masculine and feminine, if you will. You know, the feminine is the inner work. The masculine is the taking action. Both are important in your creations and getting your dreams. Dana Parker is her name, and go to uh, um, Inner World Movement. I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> I uh, know. 
matter of fact, one of these days we're going to have to do, we'll do two one-hour segments back-to-back, and we'll make them into one 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 hour show and then we'll do a second show so that we can post it on uh and uh um i I can replay it then um so i don't have to bother you all the time oh i I love it kevin i just love talking bothering me i love this i love talking with you it's fueling me so thank you and she's going to be on kknw 11 50 a.m sunday morning Pacific time, 11 a.m. And so uh, come and uh, you, if you go to KKNW, they'll stream it to you anywhere in the world. And you can uh, listen to uh, um, um, her and I have some fun talking about uh, this stuff and also more things. And we're hopefully you'll take some calls so that you can because I want to open up. I really do want to open up the idea of how you help, can help people on an individual basis working yeah. through some of the stuff. Well, a lot of the stuff that that we've got, because uh, we've all got stuff in until we. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, I love helping people unpack their baggage. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Favorite thing. There you go, and they decide that they they don't need all that underwear after all. Yeah, um, seriously. <laughs> so, <laughs> anything that you'd like to add or say to our guests before we go, or to our audience before we go? You're the guest. <laughs> Um, I would say today for those listening, the biggest thing that I invite you to do is to sit for a moment and close your eyes and take some deep breaths in and really tune into your heart. Tune into your heart. It's, it's really now is the time to become familiar with the language of your heart, to become familiar with your emotions and um, to set that intention to connect there because the heart is such a space of empowerment and learning and growth. And it's really important to know you're not defined. They're not, your thoughts and emotions aren't, They don't define you. They're clues. They're clues to baggage that you're holding, but also clues to who you really are. And sometimes you have to unload that baggage or to uncover who you really are and to embrace that. But now's the time to step into that. Even to just go there for five minutes a day is is a huge step in the right direction if if you're not used to going there. But open up your heart. And I think the other thing that I'm really feeling is it's time to unpack our skewed ideas of God. It is time. Let go of the generational cultural programming and ideas that you're, you've been taught about who, who the universe is and who Father, Mother, God are. Let those go and connect for yourself. That is where you'll find your worth. That is where you'll find the truth about you. That is where you'll experience more love than you've ever experienced before. You'll see it and feel it in nature, in the trees, in the birds, in the butterflies, and and all over. You'll see it in a person's eyes. You'll see the love of God through another, through animals, through, there's, there's so many ways, songs and music but it's time to let go because it's blocking us from love, real love. 
love for ourselves and understanding of ourselves, but also of them and, and Father, Mother, God. And that connection is vital to our expansion and the expansion of our spirituality and mental, emotional and, and our beliefs is, is important. Now's the time to do this work. And there's so many of us on this journey. Reach out for help. You're supported, you're loved, and you're cared for. And we got this. Let's do it together. You just channeled that. I don't know if you know that you did that, but you did that. From the other side, those people, that's, what, that's what they, that's exactly, and I've heard that from thought leaders all over the world that have yeah. said virtually the same thing. And it's because mm-hmm. it's real. It's true. You just have to live it. So Agreed. Dana Parker, go to innerworldmovement.com. Get the, uh, go to uh, recovery, um, Reclaim, reclaim you. Reclaim you. I knew I'd get it wrong again, but I got to write it down. It would be helpful if I wrote it down, don't you think? Uh, yeah, if you want to. You don't have to. If I choose to, yeah. You bet. Yeah. So Recover You is, and that's a program that's going to be 12 weeks, and it's going to be in the fall, and there's only going to be 12 of you. And so yeah. you can have Dana almost to yourself, and she can yeah. help you in a great way. And over a 12-week period of time, I think the results that you will see will be life-changing, life-affirming, yeah. and your whole family, your friends will see it. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll talk to you in a little, little bit. Um, thank you very much, Dana, and uh, we'll see you on Sunday. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Me too. Thank you so much, Kevin. Have a great night. You too. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.